The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to the Womb Happy Hour with Lorraine Giordano. It's time to connect with your feminine energy center, your own body, to achieve anything that your heart desires. It's a discussion about a place you may have not discussed so much, the place down there. Now, here is your host, Lorraine Giordano. Hello and happy spring. Hope you're having a beautiful day. You're listening to the Womb Happy Hour. I'm your host, Lorraine Giordano. I'd be excited to connect and hear from you. You can like me on Facebook at Inspired to Health. Follow me on Twitter at Inspire, the number two, health. And connect with me on LinkedIn at Lorraine Giordano, G-I-O-R-D-A-N-O. And feel free to drop me a note on my website at inspiredtohealth.net. So we are going to explore womb awakening this the show. And before I introduce my lovely guest, I'd like to read a quote that I kind of think sums up um, the theme of this show. And so I'm not sure who wrote this quote, but I think it's a pretty powerful one. And so here it is. The womb is not a place to store fear and pain. The womb is to create and give birth to life. And with that, Actually, let the words kind of settle in. I'm going to read that one more time, actually. Um, The womb is not a place to store fear and pain. The womb is to create and give birth to life. And as we're embarking on spring, I think we're always in a process of renewal and rebirth. And so I'm so happy to introduce... Our guest, Carol Marie Fiorito, she is here um, to talk about womb awakening. And so you can connect with Carol on Facebook at Carol Marie Fiorito. Let me spell her last name at F-I-O-R-I-T-O. You can also connect with her on Facebook at Womb Awakening NYC. Or Dance O. So Carol is very, um, she's a powerful uh, feminine energy lady. So she's involved with many different modalities. And so she's a dance liberation facilitator. And that relates to her Dance O on Facebook. And um, for those on Instagram, you can connect with her at Dance Liberation NYC. And her Womb Awakening um, page, Womb Awakening NYC. And so I'm not sure if everybody heard, but Louie did a, a bark. And so my little multi poo, every time Louie barks, a woman connects to her womb. So that's one for the show so far. Thanks, Louie. 
And so, Carol, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hi, Lorraine. Thank you so much. So great to be here. I love that quote, and I'm so happy that a woman is already <sighs> connecting to her womb, Louie. <laughs> oh, number two. Yay. <laughs> yes, thanks to you being on the show. Well, let's get into it, Carol, because I do think um, the topic of womb awakening, for those new to the show, for those who have never even really even thought about, you know, well, what's womb awakening? Is my womb even that important? I mean, that's the whole point of the womb happy hour show. But um, as a womb priestess, as a womb shaman and an energy healer, um, what um, I would love to hear your insights as to why the womb is important for women and actually for men too, based on your experience. Yes. That's such a good question, and I'm so happy that you have this radio show and that you're spreading womb awareness uh, more and more nationwide. Um, it's a big question. Why is the womb important? Uh, I think it's even very brave of you to use the title of womb in uh, the name of your radio show because it can be a little bit uh, even off-putting for people, women included, uh, so that alone tells us how important it is to bring awareness back to our wombs. And so I may be preaching to the choir here, but, um, you know, every person on the planet has been gestated for approximately nine months in a woman's womb. That's big. <laughs> That is a long time. That's a long time, and that's a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) And so what we know now is that the experiences um, of a woman while she is pregnant um, and her, her feelings are all really affecting the child that is uh, gestating in her womb. So there's, there's that aspect, uh, which is probably the most widely understood as the realm of birthing. And that's often how um, women find me. Most often is uh, they're about to get pregnant or they already are pregnant and they want to work with their womb energy, and create the best possible experience uh, for their uh, child that is uh, growing inside of them. But I sense that it goes um, also much beyond that. So in the field of uh, epigenetics, what we are also um, coming to understand now is that, you know, while that child is gestating, not only um, are the, uh, you know, feelings and uh, experiences from the mother uh, imprinting upon their um, unconscious primal brain. Yeah. uh, But also the, uh, the imprints from the grandmother and the great-grandmother and the great-great-grandmother are all being passed along as well. Pretty incredible. 
and it's, significant. It's massive. It's massive. And when we begin to uh, when we begin to understand that, it's a profound opportunity uh, to begin to um, heal the approach that is taken to uh, a woman's um, time uh, leading up to conception and uh, to uh, the time that she is pregnant. Um, It's a huge conversation for the way that, of course, babies are birthed into the world because uh, it's literally... um, the opportunity to either, you know, birth a, a new humanity that is healed and no longer has uh, those imprints passed down from generation to generation. Um, there's, you know, of course, that Native American saying that says when you uh, heal yourself, you heal the seven generations um, before and after. And uh, when we are working with the womb and healing the womb, you're, you're going right to the source. So there's that. <laughs> um, yes. And then, of course, um, you know, I, I believe that the, uh, the womb is, and our relationship to our wombs um, is really like a, a profound um, microcosm of our relationship to the feminine as a whole. And you know, because women have for so long um, been told, you know, that their uh, menstruation is, you know, more of a nuisance uh, to be dealt with um, rather than um, something that is incredibly sacred and uh, incredibly powerful. Um, this this is this is a an incredible shift that can occur right there. It's an opportunity for um, you know like a, a reclamation um, for women to remember their innate beauty and uh, power. And when a woman shifts her relationship with her body, then her relationship with all of uh, the feminine as a whole shifts. And uh, having uh, a a deepened um, relationship with feminine energy is uh, really important to humanity on the planet right now. I completely agree. And um, I think even with my own personal experience, I was so disconnected from my womb um, and from my feminine energy almost that um, by the threat of losing my womb, it, it that was my womb awakening, the threat yeah. of losing it. Um, and I realized just how disconnected I felt from my body, especially my womb and whatever shame was there. And then um, the power of balancing some of that masculine energy that I think we're kind of swimming in a lot um, and, and kind of honing in and embracing the feminine side. Um, and it's been a, a very transformative experience. 
And I think you've had your own personal healing experience as well. And I would love to kind of hear about that um, when we come back from break. Great. Thank you. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Visit InspiredToHelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at InspiredToHelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit InspiredToHelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting inspiredtohealth.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a forum of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, inspiredtohealth.net. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hello, and you're listening to the Womb Happy Hour. I'm your host, Lorraine Giordano, and we're back for break. And our lovely guest today is Carol Marie Fiorito from Womb Awakening NYC. And our topic is about Womb Awakening. And uh, right before we went to break, um, I shared a little bit about my um how my, the threat of losing my uterus woke me up. And um, I know Carol has had her own healing journey. And if, Carol, if you could share a little bit of bit about your experience, how you connected to your womb, I think that would be awesome. Yes. Thank you for sharing your story. Um, uh, well, in my uh, very early 20s, I think I was about 21 at the time, um, I, uh, like many young women, started to <clears throat> have a series of uh, abnormal pap smears. And, you know, so the protocol is you come back uh, a few months later and you have another pap smear done. And after uh, a series of abnormal pap smears, I was uh, sent for a colposcopy procedure, uh, which is a little biopsy um, on the cervix, and I was left uh, in the hospital uh, operating room waiting for many, many hours, 
cold and hungry and scared, very, very scared uh, for my, yeah, for my female uh, GYN to, to come and uh, to perform this procedure at the hospital. Of course, it was a, um, you know, procedure that had to be done out of office and in a hospital setting. And so afterwards, um, after that uh, awful experience, which I know many women have uh, had a similar experience, I asked her, you know, what can I do to prevent this from happening? And she said to me, take a multivitamin. And I thought, huh. And, you know, maybe it was my, uh, the, you know, spirits of my uh, ancestors, my grandmothers who were midwives in Puerto Rico and brought in all of the babies in Puerto Rico. But there was a, a voice, it was probably my womb, that said, you know, this is something to to follow uh, if a multivitamin is uh, going to be good for, uh, for this, then, you know, there, there's, there's a thread to follow here. And it was at that time that I was uh, actually entering the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And I began to um, very intensely uh, study both Eastern and Western philosophies around uh, nutrition um, and also functional medicine approaches um, to specifically healing the endocrine system. And it was uh, in this uh, journey of self-healing that, uh, during this journey of self-healing, that I began uh, working as a uh, health coach for women and just naturally began to attract all of these women with womb issues, with Mm. uh, irregular menstrual cycles and uh, with polycystic ovarian syndrome and endometriosis and uh, cysts and fibroids. And uh, it was, uh, you know, the universe really speaking to me and uh, telling me, you know, there's, there's something here uh, to follow. And there's a reason why these women are, you know, there was a reason why these women were coming to me. And uh, the path just really uh, opened up and unfolded from there. It's pretty incredible. Um, mm-hmm. And I would say miraculous, right? How your, your difficult situation um, kind of has helped so many other wombs out there. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, in the beginning, the approach was mostly food-based. Uh, but what you come to learn um, really quickly is that uh, there's uh, deeper reasons for uh, these imbalances to be showing up. And I say imbalances with quotation marks around it, um, because it's really just the wisdom of the body letting us know uh, that there just needs to be a little readjustment somewhere, Um, or it's the wisdom of the body saying, hey, like, I've, you know, got this memory that um, I'm trying to, uh, you know, talk to you about, and would you please listen? Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a nudge for attention. Yeah, yeah, and it'll start getting louder and louder <laughs> if we don't <laughs> if we don't listen. Yeah, 
Yeah. So now for the listeners out there, and for the younger listeners, I think this is really important, or especially with moms with um, young daughters. So mm-hmm. um, at the opening of this show, you were talking about birthing and epigenetics and like how women kind of come to you, especially when they want to get pregnant or they're pregnant. But I think there's such a huge opportunity for um, for young girls to become more connected or awakened to their womb, whether they have their period or not, but the power of that and that it's something not to be ashamed of. It's part of nature. It's, you know, millions of women get their monthly menstruation every month. Um, it's nothing to be ashamed about. Um, what, what are your thoughts on that? Like, how would you describe a womb awakening and where do you see the opportunity for, for younger girls? Oh, a big, big yes. Yes, yes. <laughs> do that. Oh, yes. The time when a young girl receives her uh, first menstruation is such a powerful and special time that uh, truly deserves to be celebrated and uh, is more and more. The awareness is um, being raised more and more and uh, we see more and more coming of age uh, ceremonies and workshops being offered all around the world, and uh, it's really heartwarming. Um, so yes, it begins. It begins uh, young, and womb awakening is uh, not just something that is for you know women who want to become pregnant or women who are already pregnant. Uh, it really is for um, for for everyone. And when I say everyone, I even include men in that. Um, the uh, hara is uh, the seat of um, a uh, of a man's consciousness, just like the womb is uh, the seat of a, of a female's consciousness. And uh, womb awakening um, really is a return to. Uh, a feminine awareness that is in harmony with uh, the masculine. And our uh, womb is like the foundation that all of the energy pathways are, uh, are moving through. And when we begin to uh, awaken to her uh, energies. We are awakening this incredible power that is the birthright of uh, every being on earth and especially every young girl. So at the um, age of uh, menarche, a young girl's uh, sexual energy is really coming online and this sexual energy is the uh, creative energy, is our life force energy, is the flow of Shakti, is our magical power. And when, when this incredibly important time in a young girl's life isn't uh, celebrated or it's 
feared and it's, it's controlled in some way or it's shamed or it's shut down, um, that uh, incredible innocence, um, that magic is lost um, and becomes dissociated from and becomes fragmented and uh, begins to show up, uh, that begins to show up in all sorts of ways. It begins to show up uh, physically in things like abnormal pap smears and um, irregular menstrual cycles. And it also shows up uh, energetically and emotionally in, um, in teenage depression and uh, in... Um, feeling isolated. Feeling isolated, absolutely. Um, going one way or another um, with their sexuality, either you know having no boundaries or being locked down in fear. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I think that's why it is so important to have these conversations, just to kind of spread the word and kind of, you know, um, shift and create some openings for more for more dialogue. Um, whether it's at home or it's with your girlfriends um, or your partners, it, it's just an important time um, mm-hmm. to kind of tap into rather than shut down um, mm-hmm. in yeah. that connection. Exactly. Yeah, and it's it's uh, such an incredible opportunity to uh, for conversations to be had with uh, young women around um, reclaiming their uh, their feminine power again um, you know when we when we awaken the energy pathways of the womb and the pelvis we're naturally in the beginning and uh, in my experience um, it doesn't really stop we naturally become uh, more aware of our feeling state, and we become um, more aware of the uh, the full spectrum of emotions that a that a human being can experience. Um, and we remember our uh, intimate relationship with uh, with the earth, and we uh, and nature, and with all of nature, with all of nature, absolutely, and. As our feminine energy begins to flow in our bodies uh, more freely again in balance, we, we can't take from the earth without giving back to her uh, any, any longer. And we cannot allow for the feminine to continue to be under attack the way that it has been for so many thousands of years. We can no longer, uh, you know, our, our young girls will not allow themselves to be undervalued um, or, uh, you know, or vilified in su- subtle ways. Um, well, it's an incredible opportunity for them to uh, learn to really own their power uh, in a beautiful way that um, I think is going to uh change the face of the earth. I would agree. And I think, and before we go to break, I think it's important to note that I think sometimes when 
people talk about feminine energy and reclaiming it, it's not at the exclusion of masculine energy because no. we yeah. all have feminine and masculine energy. It, it's in the it's in the intention of balancing to That's create right. that that harmony. Um, so I'd love to talk about that more when we come back. Yes. Yes. So we'll see you on the other side of two minutes, everyone. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Visit InspiredToHelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at InspiredToHelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit InspiredToHelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting inspiredtohealth.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a forum of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, inspiredtohealth.net. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to the Womb Happy Hour. To reach Lorraine Giordano, her guest, or if you have a comment on the show, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net. Now back to the Womb Happy Hour. Hi, Womb listeners. This is Lorraine Gerdano, your host on the Womb Happy Hour. We are joined today with the lovely Carol Marie Fiorito from Womb Awakening NYC. And guess what our topic is? Womb Awakening. Um, It's been a fascinating conversation so far. And right before break, we were talking, Carol was talking about um, women and young girls, women of all ages, really reclaiming... um, their power, right, their womb, their feminine energy, um, their womb energy, that creative life force energy. So regardless of whether you had 10 babies or no babies, but it's really that creative life force energy um, and how sometimes people might get a little turned off with the, the idea of like reclaiming feminine energy as though it's at an expense of something else let's say masculine energy, but that is really not the case. It's really about balancing and it's about aligning and creating more harmony um, rather than having such an imbalance where masculine energy is, has been dominating for so for thousands of years, let's say, <laughs> and um, the benefit of tapping into um, 
the healing and balancing effect of feminine energy. So, Carol, what are your thoughts on that? What's your insights on the balancing between masculine energy and feminine energy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's a really important question. Uh, I think that when we look at uh, balancing masculine and feminine energy, it gives us a little bit of insight into how we became so disconnected from our wombs in the first place and how we can uh, get back down there again. (laughs) Um, So if we uh, look at a lot of uh, spiritual traditions um, over the past, uh, you know, a couple thousand years, um, a great deal of uh, the the aim of these paths is um, to move from uh, you know feelings of uh, of confusion or um, of anger or of um, hopelessness um, to positive feelings and um, to states of uh, you know feeling high and um, to you know attain some sort of uh, spiritual success or even in the self-growth paths, you know, some sort of worldly success, um, you know, such as uh, security or fame or power or money. And uh, the aim is always to move up and away from the feeling state of um, our, uh, of our body and of our wounds and um, that the, you know, the body is less than or that the lower chakras are less than and that the aim is to go to the higher chakras, right? And so, um, you know, the aim is always to uh, rise the energy up into uh, the higher chakras because that is where we attain uh, enlightenment is, you know, through the the raising of this energy. And um, what has been experienced is, I believe, is that there's uh, been so much focus on raising the energy up that we forgot to descend and bring it back down. And it feels really good to raise the energy up. It feels really good. Um, I lived in India for many years, spent a lot of time uh, in, you know, profound meditative uh, states, and it feels really good. Um, I but, agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's, and, it's, and it's a good thing, and uh, it can be a very powerful tool for a lot of people. And uh, the key, though, in bringing that balance is learning to uh, descend the energy, learning to uh, bring it back down, learning to bring it back down to the earth, learning to come back into our bodies, into an embodied experience, uh, learning to be in uh, a deeply feeling state and be able to stay there with yourself, with that feeling, without trying to immediately run or you know, smudge it away or dissociate it from it in some way or um, positively affirm it away, um, but rather uh, hold hands with it and listen to it and find the treasure inside of that. And the womb holds all of those treasures. And 
it's this coming back down uh, to earth that is bringing the balance again because we live in a highly masculinized world and if we were able to, you know, see everyone's energetic bodies, if we had this gift, let's say, to, you know, see energy, you'd see tons of incredible, beautiful, (laughs) colorful energy flying around, you know, amongst the the heads and the shoulders and, you know, the heart area a bit uh, in people. And you'd see a lot of um, distorted and withered uh, energy in uh, in the lower bodies and in the pelvis. And uh, so in... In womb awakening, it is, uh, it's not a um, feminist um, approach. It really is uh, in harmony with the masculine because uh, truly um, I believe that uh, harmony is uh, not going to come onto this planet until there is uh, that um, harmony within uh, each person, which is this balancing of our masculine and feminine energy flows. And if you look at, um, you know, traditions, yoga being a very obvious one, so hatha, sun and moon, uh, this merging of the two. Uh, in womb awakening, um, so you see in, in yoga, there's a, the ida and the pingala and the sushumna nadis, right? And uh, the way that they show it is that um, the masculine flow is up the right side and the feminine flow is uh, the left side. The way that we see it is just a little bit different in that uh, we see the solar flow, the masculine flow, actually rising up the front of the body and the descending uh, feminine uh, lunar flow descending down the back of the body and actually down the spine. And uh, it's a little different from what people may have experienced in the past, but I invite everyone to just feel that for a moment and feel if that feels right for them to feel that energy rising up the front of the body and then, you know, allow it to slip down and try to feel into it. Try to feel the back of your skull. Try to feel the seat of your feminine consciousness and your uh, back brain. Try to feel your spine. We feel the front of our body so much, but how much can you feel the back of your body? Yeah. I'm sorry, I was just agreeing. So much, the front. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, But as far as creating that balance... The back is always with us as well um, and doesn't have a lot of attention. But I really love the idea of the descending energy, mm-hmm. um, especially mm-hmm. down the back. That's very powerful. Yeah, and the descending flow, of course, can also be uh, linked to uh, to menstruation. It can be linked to that, that letting go, that dissolution. Um, and... We, you know, have the tendency to uh, appreciate more of, like, the, the uh, more solar, fiery times, ovulation, um, but, you know, have a, um, you know, have negative connotations towards the, the descending flow, the release, the letting go, um, and it's really that extremely receptive state. Uh, and in that receptive state, um, miracles can happen. Uh, it's an incredible 
um, time being in that descending flow where you really tune into your inner knowing. I'm reminded of when I was uh, creating my first drum, a, uh, a hand drum, a Native American hand drum um, with uh, beautiful um, skin from uh, an elk. And I had received some instructions on how to make this drum. <laughs> okay. So I... Uh, and so it was uh, to be a, a womb drum and to be used in uh, my healing practice, uh, supporting women uh, healing their wombs. And so I soaked the hide in uh, beet juice and pomegranate juice um, to uh, make it the color uh, of a deep red. And I had these instructions. And so every time I looked at the instructions and tried to follow the instructions, I would just mess up. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't follow, and I got into that story of, ah, here I am. I'm no good at, you know, crafting, for instance. And so I tuned into my womb, spent just a few moments breathing with her, and she said, put the instructions away. And so I did. I put the instructions away, and she said, just do it. You know exactly what to do. And so I did. And I birthed this beautiful drum. Um, I've since birthed others, but I birthed this beautiful drum and, uh, you know, did so just following my womb intuition, following that descending flow of uh, information that's always, uh, always available to us and we just, you know, need to take a moment uh, to tune in and listen. And that's really as simple or as hard as it is. I think, um, you know, they're, um, again, with feminine energy, with being in that receptive state, it's it's a matter, it, it doesn't, you know, there's no logical steps to it. And it's very unique for each person, right? However, um, the information is available. It's just tuning in in whatever way you know how to tune in. And usually I think, based on my own experience and working with clients, breathing is a good way to help and just kind of um, looking inside um, and asking the womb for some information. Mm-hmm. So that's a beautiful, creative uh experience carol and so we're going to take a break and we'll be back in two minutes okay thank you become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Visit InspiredToHelp.net for help in feeling more grounded, centered, and relaxed using different energy healing tools. Lorraine Giordano works with women and men in person or via Skype or telephone sessions. You can sign up for a single session or try one of our discounted multi-session packages. We also offer three levels of Reiki classes. Find out more at InspiredToHelp.net. You can even book Lorraine for a workshop or speaking event. Visit InspiredToHelp.net today. Do you get a little nervous or hesitate to discuss topics down there that aren't talked about often? We hear you. 
Or are you curious to look at frequently discussed topics from a different perspective? Visiting inspiredtohealth.net opens up a whole world of discussion that you may not have known even existed. Lorraine Giordano offers a form of open and frank discussion about those seemingly unmentionable topics down below. Visit now, inspiredtohealth.net. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. are listening to the womb happy hour to reach lorraine giordano her guest or if you have a comment on the show please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 or send an email to info at inspiredtohealth.net now back to the womb happy hour Hello, hello, hello. We're back on the Womb Happy Hour. I'm your host, Lorraine Giordano. We are talking womb awakening, connecting to the womb, uh, feminine energy uh, with Carol Marie Fiorito from Womb Awakening NYC. Um, And so Carol and I were were chit-chatting on the break. Um, And so one thing... I said that I wanted to share, and then I'm going to ask Carol to share, which she was sharing on the break, um, was that um, working with a lot of my clients doing energy work, um, I think that there is a lot of overthinking going on. Um, so a lot of women um, that I've worked with tend to kind of, you know, that the brain is actively ongoing, going, going. So with that intense thought process, the energy in our heads tends to be very fast and spin at a rapid rate. Um, But when you're connected to your lower chakras, to your root, to your sacral, there's more of a calmer, um, more um, slower kind of energy feel to it. Um, So, Carol, I'd like you to share what you were talking about, the cerebellum and certain activities that you work with your clients with to kind of help them connect to their womb, but it also benefits their cerebellum. Yeah, yeah, great. Oh, I see that so much, too, um, that, that state of, of, you know, just overthinking and uh, not being in trust of, uh, of their own inner knowing and uh, what womb awakening does immediately is puts you back um, as as your own guru, right? <laughs> um, as your um, own best teacher, as your own best source of of knowledge. And uh, what we find is that um, through uh, connecting to that descending flow of energy, through uh, connecting. Uh, to the body in uh, in ritual and uh, in dance and uh, being in the feminine arts uh, and crafting and uh, just being in a state of uh, beauty and receptivity and openness and softness, all of these things that a society really works against, is that it begins to light up the feminine back brain of the cerebellum. And, of course, we use just like a teeny, tiny bit 
of the cerebellum. Normally, there's such a vast world in there that has been largely unexplored. And so in womb awakening, we're really lighting up the cerebellum again. And so we call it the seat of the feminine consciousness. And it's like there's, you know, these antenna that stretch out to the universe and can pick up all of that information. So that's what I was doing when I was crafting my drum as I kind of sent up those antenna and connected with the information that I needed uh, to, to guide me in that process. And um, that's a lot of uh, what the womb awakening practices are that I do with my clients, both one-on-one and in, uh, in group uh, workshop and retreat settings. And so um, something that you got to experience, uh, Lorraine, is you got to experience womb pulsing, uh, Tibetan womb pulsing. And yes. Yeah, it was really special to have you there, and it was a, a very special day. And uh, this practice of uh, Tibetan womb pulsing is something that... Um, had been uh, really largely forgotten, but is now being uh, remembered and shared again, and um, is a a way of bringing a tremendous amount of um, circulation and and blood and moving the lymph uh, in the pelvis to, uh, on a physical level, you're clearing a tremendous amount of uh, stagnation. You're getting the circulation going in the pelvis. Um, and for obvious reasons, that's, um, that can be very good and very healing for the pelvis, right? Increased circulation means more oxygen, and um, you get the picture. Um, on, uh, from an energetic uh, perspective, the act of uh, Tibetan womb pulsing um, can and does bring a tremendous opportunity for uh, women to uh, safely uh, remember and uh, heal sexual trauma, uh, to uh, safely remember and heal uh, repressed um, memories, repressed traumas that are held in the womb. Um, And so we are bringing back these uh, ancient uh, feminine uh, practices um, around uh, working with uh, the womb to uh, heal on both an emotional level and uh, and a physical level, Uh, something that I recommend to my clients a lot uh, as well and I love to practice myself is uh, vaginal steams. I call them yoni steams uh, and that uh, is, um, something that uh, is seen a lot in Korean spas, um, and it is uh, using the medicine of uh, the water element, the steam, in combination with the medicine of the herbs uh, to work on, uh, yes, it works on the vagina, but it actually works uh, directly on uh, the cervix as well, and works on uh, the uterus to um, to do any any number of things. It's excellent for 
uh, of course, increasing uh, circulation. It's excellent to just help a woman to reconnect and bring her awareness downwards. You can't help but be thinking about your womb and your yoni when you're steaming her, right? It's a great way <laughs> to drop in and spend 20 minutes with her. Um, so that's another practice uh, that I highly um, recommend and uh, use with my clients a lot. And uh, we do a lot of uh, shamanic journey work and um, a lot of uh, regression work. And as I was uh, saying a moment ago, you know, it's this, this work that is uh, awakening that back brain, that cerebellum, and uh, helping a woman to often uncover uh, memories and uncover uh, trauma that uh, had been uh, forgotten, had been locked away, uh, and helps to uh, reclaim lost parts of herself that, uh, you know, had been dissociated from, from uh from childhood and uh, from times of uh, childbirth trauma and, uh, you know, from times of uh, around their menarche. So it's a Carol. tremendous gift. Yeah. Carol. I think that we're I'm, running out of time already, aren't yes, we? Yes, and I apologize to interrupt, and I'm going to have to have you come back on. But what I'd like to share, though, before we go, and I'm going to say this quick, is that the womb pulsing experience, it's so valuable that you're sharing that with the community because to me it was so amazing to kind of get the feedback of other women, other women who've been raped or just um, someone who was trying something new for the first time, including myself. Um, I, I thought it was like a, such a, a beautiful experience. And for me, I felt a stretch go on and I took it as a sign of me stretching more into my feminine energy um, from the pulsing. And um, so thank you so much um, for offering that and all your other womb awakening services and for being on the show. Um, it was You've shared such valuable, important, juicy, delicious information. So thank you. And um, just so that, and I'm going to have to do this quick, but Carol Marie Fiorito, Womb Awakening NYC. If you'd like to connect with her, you can reach her on Facebook at Carol Marie Fiorito or Womb Awakening NYC or Dance O. She's also on Instagram at Dance Liberation NYC, Womb Awakening NYC. I'm your host, Lorraine Giordano. You're listening to the Womb Happy Hour. Um, it's been a great show. If you'd like to connect with me, check me out on Facebook, Inspired to Health. And... On next week's show, we're going to use our senses, aromatherapy, to um, connect to the womb. So thanks again. Have a great week. And don't forget to connect to your womb. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for the Womb Happy Hour. Be sure to tune in again for another edition featuring your host, Lorraine Giordano, next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have an excellent week.